Hi, this is Mark, and thank you for joining me today on Words of Truth. Let me just begin today by making the bold statement that if you call yourself a Christian, people around you should notice that there's something different about you. There should be something about you that sets you apart, and not something goofy, but something that makes people desire to have what you have. And what is it that you have? Well, I'm talking about Jesus. You see, I think we need to just stop saying that we're a Christian by name or association. There are people in nations around the world who would identify North America in general as being a Christian nation without really knowing what that means. And of course, we know that's not true. But I think it's time for people to see that we're not just a Christian by name but that we are a lover of Christ. And people should see that in us, not just by the love we have for one another, but by our character as being a light for Christ. Now, maybe you've had the same experiences I've had. When people walk into a room, uh, someone you don't know personally, and they just kind of light up the room by their very presence. Have you ever experienced that? Uh, they just make you want to smile? Or how does it make you feel when you see somebody doing a kind deed? Did it make you think about your own love walk? Or, or maybe you're the person that makes others smiles. I hope that's the, the case. Either way, that's what I'm talking about when I say that we need to be a light for Christ. Other people are able to see something different in us. And so let me be so bold as to ask you a question. Are you ready? Are you hiding your light as a Christian? What I mean by that is, do you walk around with a chip on your shoulder? Are you using bad language in front of your workmates? Are you rude and impatient? Do you gossip and backbite? You put others down? Or are you hanging out in places and doing things that you know you would, that wouldn't glorify God? If you're doing any of those things, then I need to tell you that you're hiding the light of Christ and you're killing your witness and you need to repent. Now, let's let the Bible, God's Word, speak for itself. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 9 and 10, God says, don't you know that those who do wrong will have no share in the kingdom of God? Don't fool yourselves. Those who indulge in sexual sin, who are idol worshipers, adulterers, male prostitutes, homosexuals, thieves, greedy people, drunkards, abusers, and swindlers, None of these will have a share in the kingdom of God. That's God's word. Listen to Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 to 21. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, your lives will produce these evil results. Sexual immorality, impure thoughts, eagerness for lustful pleasure, idolatry, participation in demonic activities, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, 
selfish ambition, divisions, the feeling that everyone is wrong except those in your own little group, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other kinds of sin. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. Wow, those are pretty severe accusations coming from the mouth of God. Wouldn't you agree? And they're written for us to understand how important it is for people living that kind of lifestyle to see the difference in those of us who call ourselves Christian. In fact, the Bible warns us to come out from among the world and be different, to set ourselves apart, if you will, not in arrogance, but by way of a lifestyle choice. For example, I've been in places where people will offer me a drink of alcohol, and I refuse with a simple no thanks, but I'll have a water or Coke if, if you have it. And, and they're not offended by that. And I'm not shaming those who drink alcohol, but I'm simply saying as a, as a policy for myself, I know that there are people who struggle with alcoholism and there are people who are caving into peer pressure by drinking. And I personally don't want to set a bad example for them or cause them to stumble further. This is what 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verses 14 to 18 says, Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? What accord has Christ with Belial? Or what portion does a believer share with an unbeliever? What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will make my dwelling among them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore, go out from their midst and be separate from them, says the Lord, and touch no unclean thing. Then I will welcome you, and I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. You know, Paul says all things are lawful for us, but not all things are profitable. And so we need to be careful about our walk. You see, it's not just about claiming a religion or going to church, but it's something that has to take place deep on the inside that shows up on the outside. And sometimes that requires saying no to certain practices of this world. This dark world needs a savior, not another hypocrite. They need deliverance. That's what salvation means. It means that when we've been saved, we don't act like sinners anymore. 2 Corinthians 5.17 tells us what, what this means as it, those who become Christians become new persons. They are not the same anymore, for the old life is gone. A new life has begun. We need to let that life sh shine. You see, people living in darkness need true godly examples to shine into their lives and to show them the way to Christ. And yes, God draws people to himself through his son, Jesus Christ. And yet he also uses us to be salt and light in the world. In Matthew chapter five, verse 13, Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? And then he continues in verse 14 to 16, 
You are the light of, of the world, uh, like a city on a mountain, glowing in the night for all to see. Don't hide your light under a basket. Instead, put it on a stand and let it shine for all. In the same way, let your good deeds shine for all to see, so that everyone will glorify your Father in heaven. In other words, when our lives are salty, well, other people will have a thirst and a desire for what we have, which is Jesus. And when we shine with the character of love and joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and self-control, which are all the fruit of the Spirit found in the book of Galatians, you know, people will find their way to Jesus. As I close this podcast, let me just remind you that 2,000 years ago, the Bible tells us in John chapter 1 that God sent John the Baptist to tell everyone about the light so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. John himself was not the light. He was only a witness to the light. The one who is the true light who gives to everyone was going to come into the world. Let's just remember that Jesus is the true light and we're his witnesses. And so let Jesus shine through you by your good deeds and godly character so that others might be saved and that God might be glorified. Well, thanks for listening today. I hope that you'll share this podcast with somebody else this week who might need to be encouraged by it.